Jack from Drazzled, uh, along with Joe. Good evening, everybody. Uh, we're going to do something a little different this week. Um, we are going to show you an episode that your ear holes were never meant to hear. Yeah, so this is the very first thing we actually recorded for this show, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's something we we really had a great time recording. It was the first thing we ever streamed. Uh, people were receptive to it and had it, and you know, very participatory and had a good time with it. Uh, but we, before we jump into it, we wanted to give you a quick content warning. Uh, you're going to hear some very frank conversations about uh, sex, sex acts, sexuality. Um, very sex positive conversation. If this is something that makes you uncomfortable, um, come back next next week, and we'll have a a, a a much different episode for you. Yeah. So to, to be frank, Jack and I are both having a hell of a time in in terms of real life right now. So that's why we're releasing this, and why the the episode to follow it is going to be a bit different from the normal format as well. But we promise we have an awesome episode in our normal format where we're going to be tackling cats. Uh, coming up, uh, that's not a joke. The the movie Cats. Yes. We won't uh, be fighting cats. We will not be fighting cats, no. no we're outnumbered by cats here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, just uh, keep the content warning in mind uh, and enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like, so I, I have like a uh, a wire uh, hair oh, okay. from like uh, having, why am I forgetting that word? The metal teeth. The metal teeth. The, the yeah. Uh, braces. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and there's a little wire down here. It doesn't mm. really work anymore. It's all like broken up. Um, but every once in a while, I'll either get like some like beef jerky or like cat hair stuck in it. And I'm just like, oh God, ah, 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 trying to push it out with my tongue. Has that been your experience just like throughout the entire pandemic? Like just getting random <laughs> hairs just caught in your mouth and you don't know where the fuck they mm. came from. Mm -hmm. Cause like that every time I'm at work, like about to intro a group for a game, I am just constantly discovering new and fascinating hairs that have entered my mouth from whatever angle. I'm sitting there trying to like covertly work them toward the front of my mouth while the, while my my mouth is covered with the mask and oh, they're oh, asking that's... me questions about the game. Did I tell you about the interview I went to? No. Okay, so I went to an interview and I was waiting at the bus stop and me, being an anxious person, I saw a dandelion um, with like the, po the poofy form. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, oh, free wish. So I like... Pick it up, and it's very windy. And I go, <gasps> and it goes. Oh, no! In, oh no! You did all tell me about that. It's all. <laughs> it's just, oh. And then God. the bus arrives immediately, of and I'm course, like, "Your time to do anything." Um, with it. And like I, I then like I'm, I'm trying to get them out of my mouth. Like you're wearing mask on the bus, unless you're a monster. Uh, and yeah. like I'm digging them out of my mouth, and then I get to the interview, and I'm like, "I'm cool. I got them all out." No. Of course. So I'm like. <laughs> Taking my tongue and strategically placing them inside the mask so that they're out of the way. Uh, I didn't get the job. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we are here to film a podcast and record it. Um, mm, we weren't trying to be topical with a conversation. We were trying to be, but you know who probably can't do the things that we were just talking about? Batman. Batman. <clears throat> All right, well, I'm just going to dive in. Uh, welcome to Derazzled, the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. Except not this time. Except for not, not this time, but hey, just, just pretend. 
Uh, I'm host, Jack Gilbertson, and here to suffer alongside me is today's guest, the ineffable writer, poet, powerhouse, creative, my former roommate, film producer, pal, Joe Beardface Mealis. Hi, everybody. Hi, Internet. Hi, Jack. <laughs> uh, so, as, as Joe hinted, um, we're going to be doing something a little different today. Uh, rather than focusing on really, really bad movies um, that won awards at the Razzies, uh, we will be tackling this this oddly topical um, debate over whether or not uh, Batman performs Cunnilingus. Basically, we're razzing a take that deserves to be razzed. <laughs> um, so, for those who don't know, uh, there's a there's a show on HBO, uh, Harley Quinn. Um, and for their third season, they had planned on having a sex scene in which Batman performs Cunnilingus on Catwoman. And while the show does get away with a lot and the executives are pretty cool, uh, this particular thing, the DC, uh, executive was like, ha heroes don't do that. And everyone was like, don't they? Oh, oh no. Um, pretty sure they do. Uh, so what we wanted to do was take a couple of heroes, 10 from Marvel, 10 from DC, and answer, would, would these people perform Cunnilingus? Um, and then, of course, we want to talk about each of the theatrically released Batman movies, Batmans, and whether or not they do. So you haven't told me anything about who's going to be involved in this discussion yet, <laughs> with one exception being Darkseid, because... Mm. At the time, you just absolutely needed to know whether or not Darkseid fucks. Yes, I I want to specify specifically uh, Darkseid, not of the Snyder Cut, which I, I just finished <laughs> a half hour ago, and now I have no interest in knowing if he fucks. I don't uh, think anybody fucks in that universe. No! I mean, it's... we're going to get to it, but no! <laughs> well, let me tell you about how I came up with these names. Um, so, there's a, a comic book site called Comic Book Resources, and every every year for a couple of years... They had a thing where you could vote for your the best character from Marvel and DC. Sure. And uh, a nerd on Reddit took those like five years worth of numbers and uh, averaged them out, making the ultimate list of the top 50 Marvel and the top 50 DC. <laughs> and what I did was I took a 50 sided die and rolled it and came up with this list. Uh, there is a couple of, I should say, I vetoed a couple. You vetoed a couple? I did. One, because um, we are specifically talking about whether or not heroes do that sort of thing. Oh, so mm -hmm. Dark Side was the only exception? Or? I did one exception for both. Okay, so we balanced it out that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, I assume all villains do that then. By that logic. I mean... Yeah. Uh, so, like, like, if a character was really, really esoteric, like, even I was like, who? Oh. Um, D Donna Troy, for example, I'm like, I kind of know who she was like, Batgirl or uh, Wonder Girl at one point. Um, it, it doesn't matter. So I was like, nobody's going to care about her. No, not at all. Um, and <laughs> wouldn't you know, Harley Quinn, it kept like rolling on Harley Quinn, like over and over and over again. I'm like, I know, <laughs> but she's technically a villain. Um, also it's, it's fact that she does. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's um, canon. That's canon. Uh, so, hey, let's jump right in. Uh, we're going to do DC in our First person is Constantine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. I, absolutely Constantine goes down. Man, woman, monster, demon, plant creature, doesn't matter. No. He absolutely he, does. 100%. Yeah, that's not even a question. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Matt Ryan was uh, was arguing that they should do that next in the lost season of that show. And that's no. why they were canceled. Uh, <laughs> that's like oh one DC just it was, really doesn't it was, like comics. It was here. Heroes don't do that gate. It was started <laughs> off that early. This has been going on for years. Oh uh, th- this first one's super easy because. Constantine is is a very sexual character in general. He's a horny dude. He's a horny dude. He's very sad and drinks, which means he's a horny dude. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, so that that, one, that was an easy one. Um, we're gonna follow it up with a slightly more difficult one. Okay, it's for Marvel, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Ooh, member of the X Men. Um, blue fuzzy, uh, devil looking fella can teleport. And the reason I wanted, I'm interested to, to hear your opinion is because he is specifically, it's it's canon that he is a priest. Yeah, he's very religious. He's Catholic. Like, deeply. Deeply. Like, that even made it into the, uh, into the, like, the Brian Singer verse. Like, that made it into the, yeah. into the actual movies that yeah. we got to see him in. It just, but he did get played by Alan Cumming. I don't know. I think part of it's going to be the religious thing. He's going to have guilt. So much of it. Yeah. No, he's, if he, if he does, he's going to confessional for it every time. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Which imagine being the priest on the other side of that. (laughs) What a weird day. (laughs) Talk to a weird fuzzy blue demon, uh, that talks to me about going down on people. Kurt, you need to stop coming here and doing this. You like, have, how do you always know when I'm in the confessional? Jesus Christ. I like Sorry. to think that both Nightcrawler and Daredevil go to the same church. And it's the same priest listening to their confessions who's just like, this shit's wild. That, you are going to say so many Hail Marys. That man either has, is then paying it forward to another confessional or he has a very entertained therapist. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to say... Only after he's gone through something traumatic, where he's questioning mm. everything, including his religion. And this is not to say that anybody who's Catholic doesn't do this sort of thing. I mean, I think spe- just specifically when thinking about Nightcrawler and his the depths of his religious mm. devotion, I think it's a valid question. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that it, it's it's not out of the question for him to do this. Mm. It's going to be wrapped up in a lot of baggage and guilt. Yes. Hmm. Oh well, moving on. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rorschach. God damn it! No, <laughs> no. Rorschach absolutely Mm-mm. fucking doesn't. Uh, not only not only because Rorschach doesn't fuck because he's a weird, dirty, stanky conservative whack job, <laughs> but also because nobody would fuck Rorschach. Mm-mm. Like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Alan Moore would walk in here or, or <laughs> astral project in here and confirm that for us if he cared to. He would be playing his tar- you don't play tarot, but he'd be like doing tarot and he'd <laughs> no, flip over card Alan of like Moore specifically plays tarot. He does just, solitaire <laughs> with tarot cards. Flips a card. It's Rorschach is going down on that, and he's like, nope, nope. He burns that card. Uh, and then commits a sex magic right. ritual to then get rid of the card permanently and banish it from this plane. Yeah, no, Rorschach's a hard no. No, uh, coming from the comic book world, he, I think his mother was a sex worker, if yes. I'm recalling correctly. She she absolutely was. And that sure did mess him up. Um, so for that I, reason alone. For that reason alone, I don't think he's he's having sex in general, let yeah. alone. He's too busy walking around with that end is nigh sign. Hands are full. His hands are full. <laughs> uh... Anyway, uh, Marvel, now we have 
vision. Hmm. And here's what I'd like to say that I ran all these past Belinda, my partner, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mo- partly because I wanted to have the opinion of like a vagina having person sure. in this conversation. Um, and she has, she had a pretty good response for vision. Uh, uh, please, I need to hear this. She said, yes, but he would, um, he would need to explain to him angry detail, but yes, he would. I can see him being, yeah, I can see that being his approach. Like it's more a learning experience and an accommodation that he's made, that he's being, yes. that he's being, mm-hmm. having explained to him. Yeah, I could, I buy that. Yeah. All right. Uh, for DC, the Flash. Flash? We're moving on, we're moving on to the Flash? Yeah, I'm not sure which Flash to go with. Um, Barry Allen's the original, well. I think he's Silver Age original Flash. He's the one that most people are familiar with, I think, right? Yes. He's the one who's most typically, portrayed yes i grew up with wally okay who absolutely um but barry i'm not sure is barry the one that we see portrayed in the films now like is he the Snyderverse? um yes and no okay his personality is more wally but Hmm. he's named barry and the cartoon they just never tell you who it is (laughs) just like he's the flash don't ask that's a choice He's, he's whichever flash you want it to be okay Project your perfect Flash onto yeah. this Flash. He it, is a tabula rasa of Flash. <laughs> I guess my... So, I guess personality-wise, like how does Wally differ from Barry? Barry's more of your traditional... Um, technically, from the Silver Age, but more like Golden Age-style superhero, where it's like, not a whole lot of personality. It's just like, I'm a hero, and I run fast, and don't you worry, I'm gonna stop that criminal. Where okay. Barry's more of a smartass. Hmm. Wally has more fun with it. Mm-hmm. Barry will do it, mm-hmm. but he he lacks any kind of technique. It's a very mm-hmm. straightforward mm-hmm. kind of approach and mixed results. But he does it fast. But he, he does it fast. I don't know. That might be enough for some people. From the discussions I've had, it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> I will get to that. Uh, I'm very excited for this next one. Um, oh, hit me. Kitty Pride. Ooh. Specifically because I was Ooh. listening to this podcast not too long ago that it's. I feel dumb for not realizing it earlier, but when Kitty Pride was originally introduced into the X-Men comics in the 80s, she was queer-coded. I think I had heard that before, but again, that's yeah. like, that is a, like the specifics of the comic continuity and like the background there. Like you would know a lot more than I would, but... She, her best friend, Rachel, and her used to have sleepovers. <laughs> Were they also roommates? They, I think they might have been roommates. They might have been roommates? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and like Kitty's costume is pretty... It's awful, honestly, but like, whatever. Rachel's costume, Rachel Summers, um, it's like a skin tight red leotard with spikes, and she's got like a rat tail and a buzz cut. Huh. Anyway, uh, so, um. Really leaned into some choices there, huh? (laughs) She's from the future. So. Oh, that's why. That's why. Rat tails are all the rage in, you know, in 2099. It was the apocalypse, and we had other things on our mind. Everyone said, fuck it. Uh, so what I'm saying is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, I think, yeah. Um, good honor. Hell yeah. Uh, this, this one I only kept on here because he came up like three times when I was rolling. Wow. Um, Nightwing. Nightwing. Does Dick Grayson go down? I, I want to point out that it is canon that he has the best ass 
in DC Comics. I'm, I'm, that's not even my opinion. It is my opinion, but it's not I, like it is noted throughout every Nightwing comics. Like, got a great ass. Hmm. Interesting. That's a yep. running joke. Mm-hmm. They have. Okay. Um. God, but does he? I, because we're, we're getting we're getting into Bat Family territory here. Yeah. So we already know Batman can't, right? Or apparently won't. I don't know. But I think because when Dick Grayson was Robin, absolutely not. No. No. Like even. If it was an appropriate, if he was an appropriate age for us to discuss it, still no. Still no. But when he became Nightwing and tried to shed the shadow oh, of that, Batman. Perhaps he did as an act of rebellion, mm-hmm. striking out his, on his own as a man. <laughs> I must be. do this I, so that I am not like my father, Batman. My, my checklist. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the cape. Get rid of I nix the cape. Changing the color scheme. Going down on a woman. I don't know why Dick Grayson came <laughs> it, was, it was just three on that list. That's a weird yeah, list, Dick. He but. crushed it. Uh, aside from that, though, he is, he is generally more sexual character. Not to the level that Constantine is, where he's just like, Oi, eh? Go to the back of the pub. Uh, <laughs> next, we have Winter Soldier. Um, Ooh. But Belinda and I differed on this. She said, absolutely. And you said, absolutely not? I said... Well, she said absolutely, but it might be her, like, fangirling, um, what's his face? <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Um, Fair. And I'm like, yeah, I, which I also disagree with, but he does very good stubble. I will give him that. Uh, it's just not you're, my you're not, not in it, not in it no. for, uh, for Mark Hamill's secret younger son? Well, is he dressed like Luke? <laughs> uh, don't answer that. Uh, I said, so, like, he was... Frozen-ish, kind of, um, sure, in the yeah. 50s. Right. And I like to, pref- I don't think Cunnilingus was invented until 1969. <laughs> nice. So he doesn't oh, know it. what that is. I'm sure the Falcon, like, explained it to him, but he's just not, not getting it. it. Um, I could definitely see there being a frank discussion about that between Falcon and Winter Soldier. And just growing frustration on uh, on Sam's side. Just he has pictures and charts. I want. He has Barbie dolls. You really want Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan to yes. go and just like film this on their own? <laughs> just... do, do you remember when the Marvel movies used to have like one shots? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I want a one shot of, <laughs> of that. that conversation. I think he'd have to really be, like, talked into it, Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't enjoy it. I will concede that the movie, Winter Soldier, what you said. Okay. The comic book version, I feel like, nah. Just not at all? Nah. Mm. Like, he definitely fucks. But. But it's like. Missionary. The huge. The huge. (laughs) (laughs) The. This is the one that Belinda and I had a lot of, um, we had a very different idea of, of the answer, uh, for Swamp Thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so Swamp Thing was a character. I'm so glad he's included. <laughs> who originally, uh, was a man who in an explosion in his like swamp lab, um, was saved simply by merging with the, the swamp, swamp itself. Yeah. Until hearing this name again, it's Alan, Alan Moore, Moore. Uh, was like, um, but what if he was just a plant who thought he was a man? And you know what? He 
pretty cool. It was actually a good storyline. It was a really cool storyline. I really like that arc. Uh, but, <laughs> and because it's Alan Moore, he also answers the question of, does Swamp Thing fuck? Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I'm pretty sure that's where it landed was kinda. So, uh, in, in, in his run, I forget her last name, but Abigail is his mm-hmm. girlfriend. Um, and they have sex in, by him, like, growing a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they both, like, take a bite, or maybe she just does. And they have, like, a spiritual trip together where they mind meld into each other. And it's really trippy, cool stuff. Um, and she's like, nice. That was pretty cool. And he's like, I'm a swamp creature. I don't care. But I'm glad you're happy. So then I think that's a yes. I think he would. He's and- only detached from it as it is. So it, like, what does he care what he's doing? Uh, Belinda's response was, it doesn't take much. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> It's probably moist, right? And I was like, don't say that. And she's like... <laughs> There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. I mean... No, he's a swamp creature. Yeah. He's swampy. He's swampy. <laughs> so, uh, what? I, yeah. So that is uh, that conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, next, and this one I almost didn't include just because it, it, the answer is really obvious. Um, Loki. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether he's a man, woman... Frog, I know those four, but so is he, so is he the villain that we're including then? Yes. Is, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, Belinda said he specifically Tom Hilston in the current Loki series. He would, but he would talk about it the whole time and say how much how better he is than anybody who else ha- had done it before him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe not during. Maybe not during. But no, like after, but like, someone was like. Really good Before it. and after, mm-hmm. I, I would dare say, because you have to remember this is 2012 Loki mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. shenanigans mm-hmm. in Endgame. So <laughs> true. It, the previous, right before Thanos occurred in uh, Endgame, <laughs> that Loki would only talk after, uh, only after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, growth. Yeah, See? yeah. <laughs> uh, another one. I don't know why I included it. I think maybe just for diversity's sake, Batwoman. Isn't the character conf- like, can- like canonically a-, a lesbian? Absolutely. Then yes. Moving on. Yep. Just uh, Daredevil. Mm. This one, I'm not going to lie. I just put it on there because he's my favorite and I love him. He He's another character that's... Did he actually come up in the roles or did you just like have to have no, this question answered? I wanted to know. Scientific process. I'm... <laughs> I, I want to know. So definitely Fox. That's showing oh, yeah, we know that. over and over again. Yeah, we, we, we know that. Matt Matt Murdock is a fuckboy. Uh, but does he, does he go down? I bet he does. I think he does. Go down. Yeah, I bet he does. I, 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 bet, I bet he does as a, as a flex, honestly, because <laughs> of his hypersensory experience of things. Oh, yeah. He's going to have a greater sense of what's working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Aquaman. Aquaman. Maybe the only person in the Snyderverse that fucks. Because he's you know Jason what? Momoa. I agree. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can probably talk more about Aquaman. Um, he's more, I, I don't want to limit that character to just Zack Snyder's you know, I don't. I don't know Aquaman super well outside of the Justice League uh, and Super Friends, which I refuse to think any of those characters even have genitals. Um... I don't think, I think it's illegal to think that. Right. I'm yeah. going to thought prison. 
I mean, the Jace Momoa iteration is not terribly different than the one we got in the like late 90s, early 2000s cartoon. Okay. Uh, I think Jason Momoa's might be a little more fun. I mean, that you're going to have that with Jason Momoa. Yeah. Uh, just I, outside of, outside of his character in Game of Thrones, anyway. It just so I think that I think the at least the cartoon version from Justice League and Justice, Justice League Unlimited probably not. No, nah. I think yeah, I think it depends on the depiction of Aquaman that you're getting because I I have this picture mm-hmm. in my mind from like from when I was a kid that Aquaman was just this. Kind of straight-laced, almost dorky character. Uh-huh. And him, probably not. But, like, the more rugged, like, yeah. out... Like, like, Jason Momoa-esque character that we see him as. Like, the more bearded and raggedy and, like... Yeah, that version, probably. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, So this character could be considered a villain, but I kept him because currently he is not. Okay. Uh, And that would be Magneto. Magneto. Mm-hmm. Now, something that's... Hmm. Pretty different. Well, I guess that's not true. I was going to say that in the comics he's portrayed as as being older, less so than the comics, but or, or the movies. But at least at least the movies lately. Yeah, but lately it's been Michael Fassbender, right? Of course, previously it was Ian McKellen. Yes, Michael Fassbender as a human being, absolutely no questions asked. Michael Fassbender as Magneto, though, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's he's too self serious. In some ways, and if that makes any sense, uh, and I don't know, I think he's too wrapped up in his own trauma in a lot of those movies to be able to like mm-hmm. be that level of lover. I think. Yeah, the, yeah, the, I, I agree. I agree with. I'm trying to think of the comic book version of him, um, where he has both had and not had children, depending on who's writing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think currently Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are not his children, um, but Polaris is. How, how many people? How many people in Marvel history are Magneto's children? Like I was aware, I was aware of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yes. I was not aware of Polaris. Yes, I think that was kind of like, wait, we have a woman who has magnetic powers. She's also a mutant. Well, well that's got. Oh, I mean, that thing, seems right? that seems like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say that the comic version is the same as. The Michael Fassbender version. Okay. Very similar. He's just older. Yeah. That seems fair. He's he's very self-evolved. He kind of... I mean, I feel like every iteration of Magneto is. Yes. In, to some extent. Yes. I'd agree. Uh, so for DC, we have Wonder Woman. And I want to say mm-hmm. up front that the Earth-1 iteration, mm-hmm. written by Grant Morrison, is confirmed. Is confirmed? Mm-hmm. Okay. She might even be polyamorous. But I'm not sure. I would not that. be surprised from uh, with that from Grant Morrison. Yes, I I would either. I mean, given just Wonder Woman's origins, yeah, I, I forgot about that. So, uh, Wonder Woman was created by oh, I can't remember. It's like Marston, I think. Yeah, um, was created by a teacher of psychology. I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's correct. And he himself was into bondage and was in a lifelong polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I think, I think that tracks. Yeah. I think there, I think that there's reason to believe that that, that would be the case that far back. Um, I mean, the bondage thing is without a doubt in, in there, it's not even really subtext. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it, no, it's, it's text. It's just text. <laughs> it's, it's I've seen some of those old comics. Yeah. They are it's just flat out there. 
Like maybe not the seventies version where she got like the business Pro- power suit. Probably thing. not. Yeah. No, the girl boss version of Wonder Woman, probably <laughs> right. not. Or at least not on the surface. No. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably safe to say, just given like Themysciran culture, I guess. Yeah. Like you grow up in a society that's just women, you're, mm-hmm. that's probably going to come up. And I, I want to say that's Grant Morrison's thinking. They are like, well, yeah, yeah they're. What else would you do? Black Panther. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know much about his character outside of the film. I think, I mean, yeah, all I, all I really know outside of Chadwick Boseman's performance is, um, I don't know, he's, he's, he's a king, he's a member of the Illuminati, he's... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's got, not that, not that that, I should say, not that that precludes the idea that obviously you go down, because I'm 100% certain Namor does not. <laughs> no. Um, no. I, I want to say most people in the Illuminati. Illuminati do not. He's the cool one. He's the cool one. He's the, he's the one. He's the one that does. He's the more. He is the more open of them. I think. <laughs> For those of you who aren't super nerds, the Illuminati <laughs> in Marvel Comics is a secret organization that formed. I want to say after the Skrull invasion, the first one, um, to make sure that shit didn't happen again. And it's uh, things like Professor X, Namor, Mister Fantastic, Doctor Strange, uh, Black Panther, Black Panther, yeah. But no, I think you're right. I think like Professor X doesn't. No, Mr. I, I don't. Absolutely does not. No. Oh, good lord, no. Um, that might be like. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about the Venture Brothers is, mm-hmm. or one of many, is how they how perfectly they lampoon uh, Reeve Richards. Yeah. Just that moment where you hear Steve, where where he's asked, uh, "What's more, what's more important than family?" And you hear Stephen Colbert say, "Science." <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he wouldn't go down at all. Not even that far off. No, I, I, I don't know if Reed Richards actually has real, even procreative sex. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure he just. I'm pretty sure he just donates. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, they have two kids, but no, yeah, know. no, I, I, I know that, but I don't, I don't know if they fuck to make that happen. Maybe like year one, Mister Fantastic does. Mm, could be. Could have be. sex, not calling. That has never happened. No, that's never happened. No. Uh, was he on the list? No. No, okay. <laughs> no, but Invisible Woman is. We'll get to it. <laughs> Darkseid. So Darkseid is the leader of the new gods, um, the, the bad ones, uh, on Apocalypse. Um, he's like a big rock face looking fella with super cool gloves. He was created by Jack Kirby. Um, primarily fights. I don't fights. know if he was a Kirby creation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the like way, that wave of new gods were all his. Neat. Um, I don't know why this is a thing I have in my head, but Darkseid's first appearance was actually in uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number blah, blah, blah. Jesus Christ. Right. The, the number yeah. of times that Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, has come up re- recently <laughs> really? is... Unco- so there's a guy that Becca and I have been following uh, named Scott Nicewander, uh, a YouTube channel called Nerd Sync. Okay. And he just did an entire video about um, how uh, about the Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, like the uh-huh. old run of them, and how like the, how, how yeah. bonkers those covers are on those. So, <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of discussion of the, around him lately. Uh, Grant Morrison kind of spoofed that in their run of All Star Superman. Excellent. So dark side, huh? He so uh, we know he has had relations because he has a son. Uh, he wait, he has a son, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kalibak. I want to say 
Okay. From what I vaguely remember, because I, I was never really into the New Gods, um, there's like the good guys and the bad guys, and they <laughs> for like peace purposes they swapped sons. And I think huh. Dark Side raised Orion. Don't quote me on any of this because I can't remember. And That's they fine. raised Calabac. Google's free. Somebody will look it up. It's fine. Right. And then both sons were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. Uh, You're so, not my real dad. No. I'm leaving. And like, given that it's Kirby drawing them, it's very clearly <laughs> like, oh, this is the good guy. And that's sure. a hairy monkey person. Yes. That, oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. You know what? I don't think Calabac's Dark Side's son. Who is? Oh, a monkey. Like, literally? Like a monkey. Yeah. Here's here's my theory. Okay, here okay. we go. Okay. All right. So, uh, I don't know who knows this, but it is in DC ca- canon, or Mar- Marvel canon, go with me on this, that 2001 A Space Odyssey happened in Marvel Comics. Wait, it is? Yes. Okay. It's specifically where Machine Man comes from. Haven't heard of him? Doesn't matter. Actually, I feel like I have really? heard of him, but <laughs> weirdly man. enough, I... Um, okay. Now, I had to get Kubrick involved in this. Cool. Uh, there is a monkey character in those comics. I think it went on for like 18 issues. Okay. Because uh, it like adopted the movie and then they're like... Was well, this like one of the monkeys at like the base of the obelisk? Or? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I have issue one, but it was really slow. Now, okay. aside from DC and Marvel, there's something called the Kirbyverse, which is kind of like just his shit. And that's spanning the gap between and DC and the gap Marvel. Between, yeah. Okay. So okay. I'm going to say one of the 2001 monkeys fucked Darkseid's... I don't think he's married, so lover impregnated her with Calabac. And he, she was like, ha, ha, we're gonna have a son, Dark Sword. And he's like, I yes. I don't know how to do that. He's like, uh, <laughs> you're getting it's uh, your dark side is getting a little too far into Christian Bale Batman yeah. and or knife breaker. I'm not entirely mm. sure which. At any rate, Dark Side was like, yeah. That tracks. I should sure. have children. I'm, I am a god. Of, of course. Of course I can have the children. Given that he he never actually has tried to reproduce, I don't think he would perform kind of like No, I don't think he would. I think I, I think outside of your flawless airtight theory that, just, that you just presented us, I think... <laughs> I, I think he falls into that... Um, I think he's too, he finds himself too self serious and powerful to be to to deign to yeah, do it. I think yeah. that's the way he would view it. Like people, other people are there to give him pleasure. He doesn't give pleasure to people. So uh, mo- moving back to to Marvel, um, we have uh, Invisible Woman. Right. Okay, we got to her pretty quickly here. Okay, so we know Reeve Richards absolutely not. No. No. no, no. <laughs> I, and I, it's it's weird that you brought up Namor earlier because I I thought well like well if anybody is performing on her it would be Namor but then you brought up the point he's very self serious and he's got those little tiny wings on his feet he does have little tiny wings on his feet um, obviously the little tiny wings on his feet would prevent him from doing anything that good right. just <laughs> it's very easily distracted by little wings on his feet <laughs> I think just, I don't know how this is about the way this discussion has turned but I think just g- given what a fucking terrible lover Reed mm-hmm. Richards probably is. <laughs> She has, like, a secret sex life. And, yeah, perhaps that's Namor uh, <laughs> up to this point, which, like, he probably doesn't go down, but Mm-mm. at least, like, he's something. Mm, yeah. There's something happening there that is not Reed. 
That doesn't, that doesn't answer the question, though. Mm-hmm. That doesn't answer the question of whether or not she does. But you raise an interesting question. If she does have a secret sex life, mm-hmm. who's, what's to stop her? I just don't. I don't think she's gay. She might not be. That I mean, that could stop her. That's yeah, fair. I think that's it. That could very well. That could very well be it. If, she's just. She's she, just straight. If she were uh, uh, bi or gay or whatever, I think she would. Because like, she's a very giving person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a suit her character. But yeah. No. I guess is it, I don't, is I don't Sue Storm gay? Uh, looking at the list of characters, uh, I think she might be the one. Like, no, no she might be the one that I think is like most firmly depicted as straight. Yeah. Now that I think about it. So yeah. No. No, I don't think she would. Uh, all, right. all right, we're down to our last one for DC. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Yeah. There's been a lot of iterations of her as a character. See, I only really know about her romantically entangled with Superman. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I, I don't... Is there any other hist- historical well, precedent? I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked. Okay. Uh, the... I, I, I wish you knew the year off the top of my head. I'm going to pretend that I do. The 2008 cinematic classic... Superman Returns. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> directed by it's, it's Brian Singer, right? Oh wait, was it? I think. It oh, that's was. upsetting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie, but I liked it. <laughs> uh, well, I, mm, you know, what I was just about to say that now has not aged well. I like Kevin Spacey. Oh uh, god, yeah, he is in that fucking movie. I immediately like that movie less, even remembering that he's in it. God damn it! But we still have Brandon Roth. I do. I genuinely like Brandon Roth Superman. I, uh, if anything, just for the re- for the fact that he sa- does the uh, for truth, justice, uh-huh. and all that stuff. But he, <laughs> I also like his rubber fuck suit. His rubber fuck suit. That's <laughs> not even a joke. Just- I I really like that costume. And it's it's a good costume, uh, and and you know, it, bravo for DC mm-hmm. to embrace Superman's kinks that way. I is it was like the last time he wore underpants on the outside. <laughs> then they took his underpants they did away. Take his underpants away. That's rude. Well, I don't. Maybe they didn't take them away. Maybe they just made them wear them on the inside. inside. That it's stupid. You know, given the fact that we're in this conversation in the first place, that mm-hmm. could very well be what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That must have been it. Just... Jim Lee watched that movie and he's like, no, <laughs> "Never heroes again." Do, heroes don't do heroes that. Do that. <laughs> heroes don't they wear their on the inside. Uh, just... But but to answer your question, in that film. Before Superman returns, before when Superman's just gone, yeah. Oh, that's away. right. Yeah, because he he he'd been gone. She has a child with with uh, James Cyclops from X Men. It's a crossover. I don't remember the actor's name. <laughs> James Marsden? is that it? There, yeah. yeah. I always get his name mixed up with the actor who plays Spike. Oh yeah, because James Marsters. Is that it? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew um, they were close because I feel like I've done the exact same thing yeah, a number of times. Very different actors. Yeah. But James Marston yeah. um, plays some rando character that I've never heard of who's so like... Lois, so Lois, Lois had a thing with some guy. Yes. Okay. So, so yes, she has had a relationship outside of Clark Kent slash Okay. Superman. But it sounds like the, we have the same situation as we did with Sue Storm then. She's just straight. Potentially. <sighs> She's been around for so long. I... Okay. 50s, 60s, absolutely straight. Sure. 70s, probably. Okay. Uh, Did 80s Lois have some, like, a, a fling, a tryst nope, of some nope. sort? She's boring. Uh, She's boring, okay. Amy so. Adams? No. No. Uh, cartoon version? They don't want She's, you to think those people have genitals. She, well, that's the that's Super Friends. We're talking, like, oh, oh, okay. Superman the Enemy Series. Oh, okay. So She's definitely made out with a chick, hands hmm. down. No doubt. Maybe maybe it was not like full like I'm I am gay now, but like in college, she definitely had like a wild night. 
you know, a wild night for the 1990s. <laughs> a, wild, a wild night right. in the mind of Paul Dini. Just oh man, dude, uh, <laughs> you've have you seen Bruce Timm's uh, art? No, that's fair. He's very horny. Mm, good point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm still coming down on. She's probably straight. Maybe, okay. maybe she maybe she had some fun in college, but I don't think. I don't. Yeah. Think that no, that I don't is, think she went that far. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Bruce Tim, I don't mean anything, any harm. I think you're great. Um, he can make horny art. It's fine. Just I, he makes very sharp boobs. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Big hips, sharp boobs. This is the yeah. So um, as long as he's not like Frank Cho, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to our last Marvel person, and this is another one that I'm like I don't have any question over whether or not this is true or not, uh, or if, if they do or not. Um, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah, and we we have two iterations. You have the the MCU version, which is Sam Sam Jackson. I mean, we technically have three iterations because we, we have do. the original Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff, <laughs> David, David Hasselhoff, <laughs> Nick Fury. Then we have mm-hmm. the, the the like al- like the ultimate alternate universe, um, mm-hmm. Sam Jackson inspired Nick Fury, <laughs> and then we have actual Sam Jackson Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, like ultimate universe Nick Fury is the same person as Sam Jackson, like. He was drawn to look like him, therefore it's the same character. Yeah. Okay, I think I, I'm I'm willing to accept that. The David Hasselhoff character, we're not going to discuss in this podcast. No? No. No? Nope. Okay. Did you see the movie? No. You don't want to see the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Um so I'm, is this the no brainer that I'm thinking it is? I think so. This is just just a hard yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson's Iteration, absolutely. Like, even even if that character didn't, Sam Jackson is so Sam Jackson that it would, like, rise it would just, above It would just happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I want to say that it's canon that the comic book version did. Mostly because, and I, I hope I'm saying this name rightly, right, rightly, uh, Garth Ennis. Uh, is it, is, I'm, always, I'm always confused it whether it's or Ennis or Ennis. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Garth did a couple of Nick Fury comic books back in 2000s. With this iteration of Nick Fury. With... The white uh, Nick Fury oh. with like white hair or like white, yeah, hair. with like the yeah, the, I got yeah, you. yeah, the the, the, um, the graying temples, the like the OG version. And boy, golly, was he a horny, nasty boy! Huh. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't have guessed. Now, when he's he's like head of Shield, maybe not. It's real busy, but when he's like. <laughs> he's just- He's got so much paperwork to do with all the, you know, with, with all the all the secret wars they're fighting and all the bombs that have gone off. For and real, though, all like, the superhero collateral damage he has to account for and justify to foreign governments. But in the seventies, when he was a secret agent, constantly, absolutely. Oh my god, he James Bonded. Maybe not when Kirby was drawing him, but when uh, uh, Stern, Sternon, Sternenko, whatever, great artist. Um, okay, Jim Sternenko or something like that. Absolutely, <laughs> every day. Every day, good lord! Uh, How would he get any spy work done? His jaw would be just like just so. That's why he has that perfectly square <laughs> jaw. Good lord! That's not bone. That's muscle. That's that's training. Uh, fantastic! So we've we've made it okay. through both Marvel and DC's ten. I was going to keep score, but I sure didn't. Um, <laughs> See, you've entered nothing into I've that spreadsheet. Nothing. The whole time. Um, <laughs> so fuck me we are going to take a quick break before we dive into the batmans the actual batmans the fuckers that started this whole thing yes good good golly gosh um great 
Okay, welcome back. We are going to now discuss the entire Batman cinematic Batman's sexual world. So, I know we had gone back and forth on this a little bit beforehand. I just want to clarify for uh, for the audience's sake. We are indeed including animated theatrical Batman in this. So thus Lego Batman and Batman Mask of the Phantasm, like Kevin Conroy Batman. Yes, yes. Mm. (laughs) I'm not happy about it. But I had to make... I, yes. Anyway, we're going to do this chronologically. Kind of. Uh, so the first one is Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton. Oh, Batman. we're not going to go 66? Fuck. How do you not... God damn it. How would... Jack! No, you're right. You're right. I'm not happy about it. Uh, you're right. You're, no, uh, You're the one who introduced this. You don't get out of yeah, talking was. about whether or not Adam West's <laughs> Batman goes down. We're, Burt Ward. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Just I want to say no. The only thing but about, he you know, should. should. <laughs> Julie Newmar, Eartha Kitt. Hell yeah. Oh my god. But no, he is. He way might. You too know what? Adam Adam West Batman might be the only person in that universe that doesn't. <laughs> Everyone else. Everyone else. Uh, just from uh, Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. Uh, uh, Caesar Romero. <laughs> Who's Riddler? I always forget his name. Which it, it sucks. He's from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. He's buried here. Is it Frank Gershwin? Yes. Like yeah, Frank Gershwin. Yeah. I don't know if he does. He's a little... <laughs> no, I bet he did. I bet he still does. Okay. I'm not going to argue it. Yeah. Just Even if I... he's just doing it to like blend in with everyone else that's in that universe that's not Adam West. He has no idea what he's doing. He's just doing it. <laughs> he's he's... Oh, is this what we're doing now? <laughs> oh, uh, good lord. God. Also by the maximum of villains do it, so... Oh, right. No, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Ew. Um... <laughs> Think of like Vincent Price's was it Egghead? Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> Deep cuts. You know, I don't think I don't think Adam West's Batman does. No, um, I, I I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. Has sex like a fiend, but I mean it's the sixties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then move that now. Moving now on, we can go to Michael Keaton, nineteen eighty nine Batman, nineteen eighty nine Batman. First of all, I want to go on the record as saying um, Vicky Vale would not be into it. You don't think so? I no. Huh? No. It's it's what? Uh, fuck, what's her name? I I can't remember. But I her specifically. She, what? I want to say, and I might be mixing up my characters, my actors. Um, that she, she was in this movie called Cool World, directed I'm... by it's it's a deep cut. Um, Apparently, so it was like a half animation, half live action film, um, starring Brad Pitt and her. It's not a good movie. It's like half of a good movie. Um, it's like a, a moody film noir, but animated. It's it's, it's it's a Ralph Bakshi film, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she was like, "Can we recut this so that we can show it to children?" And Ralph oh. Bakshi was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the script? So it's a hard no, then. It's a okay. big no. Cool World? You said it's called Cool World? Cool World, yeah. Kim Basinger? Kim Basinger, yeah. I think that. I think she's Basinger? Vicky ba- Vale. Basinger? Basinger? Yeah. That, that said, I also don't think that Michael Keaton would. That, yeah, that, uh, yep, there it is. Yeah, it was absolutely Kim Basinger. Wow. Uh, wait, you don't think Michael Keaton's Batman would? Not the 89. Batman Returns? Hmm. I mean, that movie does go to some places that the first one never would have. I think the only one that performs Conlingus in that universe is 
Jack Nicholson's Joker, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely does. Oh my god, yeah. His boss, whose name I cannot remember, played by Jack Palance, I want to say. Oh! Also um, does, and it's I could, gross. I could see that. It wouldn't be pleasant Mm-mm. for anyone involved. No, and I think they're, like, sharing the same person. Jack Palance's girlfriend mm. is... Anyway. The vi- it's, it's a villain's world. If we learn anything from the Venture Brothers, they all swim. Yeah, it's it's yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Like, may- maybe, nope, I was gonna say Commissioner Gordon, but, like, I don't need that. Uh, I don't think he would. No, but you know what? Back in the day, not currently, but back in the day, mm-hmm. the day I want to say that, uh, I think his name is Michael Gal, um, who played Alfred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he's, he's a sexless creature at that point in his career. At that point in his career, sure. Yeah. But, like, in, like, the younger, uh, the younger, mm-hmm. like, more wild, like, mercenary Alfred oh, days. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, quips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so Batman Returns. Uh, I think 1992, Batman Returns, Tim Burton was allowed to get a little darker. That, that Michael Keaton Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. First of all, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Excellent. Like, um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Movie. Hold on. Is that the irony of this? Is that Batman only does with Catwoman? Hmm. I think so. Holy shit. Because as we go down the list, like, the love interests get crappier and crappier. Hmm. All right, let's continue. Okay. Well, let's put, we'll put a pin in that for um, now, but... But, like, Batman Returns... Uh, Batman... Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. That, that, that Batman kills, so, like... He does kill a guy, yeah! For a joke. For a joke! It's a gag kill! I it, love that movie so much. It's, yeah, it's great. So, uh, next, so next, next is Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm stuck I, on this one. So, so the love interest in that one is Nicole Kidman, I think Dr. Chase Meridian, which is not a real character. It is not a real, yeah, I, I knew that um, one was a, was like a homebrew for the film. Yes. I want to say she would be like, oh yeah. Cause there's a scene where she like comes out in her like lingerie. Yeah. Or, which is a thing that I absolutely did not understand as a kid. I'm like, <laughs> why Batman go away? <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to talk. It's one of the top. Some Peters was absolutely no idea what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at, at that point, yeah, same. But and and again, villains. Why am I dropping oh, the names that, now? Well, that was um, Two Face. That was is, that was that was Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face and Jim Carrey as the Joker, yes. and they famously fucking they hated each yeah. other, or at the very least, Tommy Lee Jones hated him. <laughs> I think that's probably closer to the yeah. truth. Uh, there's that story of, um, this is completely irrelevant to anything we've been discussing, but there's uh, that story of Jim Carrey, like, approaching him <laughs> in a restaurant while they were, like, like mm-hmm. starting filming, and, and Tommy Lee Jones just, like, just decide to eviscerate this man in this, like, in public, just quietly tell him how yeah. lonesome and clownish he thinks he is. But that, if you recall, in the movie, mm-hmm. there's, I think, Sugar and Spice. Sugar and spice, and then these these two girls. I think they are both dating Two Face. One's played by uh, Drew Barrymore, and like a, oh, a this white. Is, this knight. is ringing. This is ringing bells. Yeah, and the other one looks like Cokehead Betty Page. I don't think she was a famous actress, but uh, I'm curious now. So uh, like, yes, absolutely. But does Val Kilmer's Batman? They're, I'm gonna say no. Like I don't feel like he. I don't think he does. I think no. his both his Bruce Wayne and his Batman felt. I don't know if bland is the word. They were kind of bland, but they were also like very serious. Like, do, do they even it, kiss in the movie? I, I don't remember. remember. And I think you know, honestly, I think the fact that I can't remember even that, I think, lends to the case that he probably doesn't. Like, it's not Nicole Kidman's fault. She brings it, but. 
I think she. Oh God, do you? I don't know if you remember this. I forgot Nicole Kidman was. It was Doctor Chase Meridian. Yeah. That. So uh, Batman is trying to to like. Do you like me or do you like the crazy Batman I am? Uh-huh. And he like goes back to her apartment or house or whatever, and he's like, uh, "I'm here. I can only do. <laughs> you can only do Batman. Come on. I can only do Batman. Uh, I'm here. I'm do things." Uh, <laughs> Five year old Jack doesn't understand, and she's like, uh, "But I'm falling in love with another man." And he's like, ah, shit. And <laughs> turns around, goes to leave, but, and I hate this, this is the moment that I was like, I hate you, Joel Schumacher. I don't hate you. But I hated you for this moment. Where Val Kilmer smiles, mm-hmm. and she's like, like a weird, like, <laughs> grinchy smile. And you know that, like, no actor would naturally smile in that moment. No. That was a director, like, we need you to smile, because you're, you're happy that she's in love with Bruce Wayne, which is also you. And Val Kilmer doesn't know how to smile. Like, he's never been taught. <laughs> So it's it looks he doesn't use his eyes at all. I mean, you really can't in that costume. No, but like he's just like a Grinch, like or like I farted an elevator <laughs> type of thing. Uh, like I just crop dusted somebody quietly <laughs> in the supermarket. Right, right. Uh, you scamp. Based on that smile alone, no, <laughs> no. absolutely not. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yeah, I think that I think that's fair. And the, okay, so so next we have uh, Batman and Robin. Clooney. Which we've we've talked about. We yeah, we this is I think when we first mm-hmm. were discussing the idea of uh there being theatrical Batman included in this, Clooney's the no brainer. Right. Because yeah. the the character no. Like if if you were reading the script and Clooney hadn't signed on yet, and it like let's say it was still like fill in the blank. Oh, you, oh okay, so oh so you pre casting of the of this Batman, just as written on the page. Right. No. No, because he's I'll, he's dead. Yeah. He's the dad. And that's it. There's nothing... He's... In that movie, Batman doesn't... I think he does have a love interest, but she's there for, like, three seconds. Three seconds. It's completely unmemorable. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, I get oh. it. Like, you have Poison Ivy... You have Uma Thurman playing Poison Ivy. I, I can you tell you... And you've got Arnie running around <laughs> doing his, the number, his puns and things. The number of women I've dated that have told me how, how Poison Ivy awoken something in them... Uh-huh. I've lost count. <laughs> Which the weird like hair buds, the like kind of like double uh, Bride of Frankenstein thing she's got. Yeah, going. she's got like a double beehive thing yeah. going, which is um, a choice. I think it regressed my sexuality as a child. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe I'm not into this whole sex. See, I would have th- I thought it would have been the bat nipples mm-hmm. that regressed your sexuality, <laughs> but you know. It, it was a choice that it was made. It sure was, huh? Um, so okay, so yeah, as as on script, absolutely not. But then you cast George. Clooney. You cast George Clooney of all people yeah. in this role. Yeah, um, <laughs> easily the worst Batman I've, I think oh, I've ever oh, seen. He, he knows it. Oh, he has to. Uh, he's apologized. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's apologized. I was not aware of that because there's a huge gap between Batman and Robin, and then Batman begins, and he's like, "I'm sorry for ruining the franchise oh, or for, for killing Christ. the franchise." Um, oh, you know what? I could. I'm not surprised that he of all no. people would. Um, he of all he of all people would apologize yeah. for it. I could see him having a good sense of humor about that thing. That said, George Clooney, he would, brings it to the world. Absolutely, world. much like Sam Jackson, he he just kind of like like in like oil and water, he like floats to yep. the surface. The Clooney that arrives. The, the Clooney arrives. <laughs> the Clooney awakens. The Clooney begins. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That that is you know um, like deep fakes. Oh my god! Doing, yeah, 
where I think the the most recent one I've seen is like Jack Nicholson, but it's like Jim Carrey's face on top of Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, I think so. It might oh, be somebody God. else. Uh, the, the one that the one that I've seen a couple of times is always fucking unnerving. Is uh, Bill Hader doing a Tom Cruise impression and then putting Tom oh. Cruise's face on him? Oh, I hate that. It's, oh God, yeah. But but you know, what would be really good and enjoyable it, is George Clooney over every Batman, <laughs> <laughs> including that, Lego Batman. That oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Just Will Arnett's voice coming out of George Clooney's face is unsettling. Lego face. <laughs> George Clooney's Lego face. Yeah. <laughs> this is the stupidest you, thing I think we've ever talked about. It's, okay. it's been a minute. No, it's game true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember in the Batman Lego movie. Does he ever take off the mask? Do we ever see like Bruce I think Wayne? we yeah we do get some Lego Bruce Wayne. Okay. I don't remember. That's not what we're up to. We're not up. We're on up no, yet. Though. I was gonna say we we, we skipped no, over. We have three Christian Bales. Uh, we have Batman begins well, Christian Bale. Well, we have Kevin Conroy. I guess yeah. yeah we have we have Mask of the Phantasm. If we're attempting continuity, then yes, or chronological some sem- some semblance um, thereof. If you were to ask me, does Batman <laughs> fuck Batman the animated series seasons one and two? No. No. If you were to ask me for season three. I would say no, and I'd be wrong because it's <laughs> it's canon, uncomfortably, uncomfortably canon. canon. <laughs> uh, for the dream episode in which the police come for Batman, <laughs> and Dick is no longer pals with Batman because Batman and Barbara hooked up. Dina, you pervert. Uh, <laughs> so we we know that 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 Batman fucks. That that said, prior to season three, we got Batman Mask Phantasm. Oh, that was prior to season three. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't realize that's where that fell in that continuity. Yeah. Ooh. Because they hadn't switched the animation style yet. Right. That's tough, then. That's, that's just bridging the gap in between those two eras yeah. of the show. And it, it's darker. It's certainly a darker film than the series is. And you get this kind of, like, backstory with Batman and kind of the quote-unquote one that got away. Um, okay. With, I think her name is Andrea. Um, where he's like, well... I now can either become Batman or I can settle down with Andrea and be a very rich married person. And she, I think her father's killed or something. And now that I'm describing it, that's that's basically what happened with Electra. Anyway. It really is, actually. Uh, <laughs> you have some explaining to do. So what I'm hearing then is no, he wouldn't, but he's maybe considering it. Well, here's where I'm not sure. Okay. And this isn't spoilers for a film from 1997. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrea comes back to Gotham as the Phantasm. Oh, right. Yeah. So she's the Phantasm. She she's is the back Phantasm. For revenge. I, forgot, I forgot about that. And okay. Bruce was like, oh, nice. Uh, XX. Um, <laughs> I don't think that actually happens. But, like, I, I think they make out or something. I think in that movie alone, yes. Just in that movie. Just in that movie. Because we've seen again and again that Bat- Bruce Wayne Batman likes the villain. True. Catwoman, Talia. He's, there was a vampire he's got that a, one time. He's got a... Oh, God. I think Nocturne. Anyway. He's, he's got a type. He's got a type. And, like, the Phantasm is literally, like, the Grim Reaper, but, you know... Maybe that's the arc of the film, then, is that he starts off no, <laughs> and then after she becomes villainous, he's like, oh, you know what? 
Yeah, no, yeah, no, I think you're right, because there's those flashbacks where he's like, I'm a sad Bruce Wayne, and then at the end, there was that sex scene that they cut, <laughs> because that one young DC executive <laughs> was like, here's mm, okay, some do, do that. Okay, I just... Huh. Now, if we, Kevin Conroy knew this is what we were talking about, if you had Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill in the same room, Mark Hamill would say yes, absolutely, he would, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, and it's true, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. true. Ken, Kevin Conroy would say something like very eloquent. Uh, he would, and kind of like half answer the question. <laughs> I could see that to like appease both sides. Yeah, he would. He he would. He would cent- He would centrist it a bit. But if you looked at the smirk on the side of his face, You'd you know. would know. You'd know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now we are into the, the bales. We're into the okay. We're, we've re- we've reached the um, the the Nolan verse. Yeah. Uh, and here here's here's what I think. Batman begins. No, no. I think he's too mired in his own trauma yes. at that point that he's the only literally the only person he can conceptualize doing anything with uh, is Rachel, and yeah. that's just not in the cards. Just hundred percent no. Like yeah, I, and that's not even saying anything about that. Particular Bruce Wayne, like he's mm-hmm. just like he's really, really fucked up. Yeah, deeply. That brings us to the, the the Dark Knight, which like within the context of the story, that wouldn't have been an option. But I think maybe, maybe, maybe I think so. Hmm. I think, I think so. I think you know, yeah. I think I can I can see the possibility there. Yeah. Just I mean, given like he he has no eyes for anyone other than Rachel, right? And. That is, and that that is the that's where we start seeing it as a possibility, or he starts seeing it as a possibility. Yes. So, if given the chance, and I I want to say yes, specifically for a, a specific interview in which Christian Bale said that he after shooting Batman Begins mm-hmm. that he wanted to see more of Batman's day to day life. Like he wants to see Batman like cook. He wants to see Batman poop. He said that those are words that Christian Bale said. So given <laughs> that he wants to see all these different aspects of Bruce Wayne Batman, I'm gonna say at some point. After you've filmed the Batman poop scene. <laughs> it's It makes me so happy to know that mm-hmm. Christian Bale voiced a character in Pocahontas and then went on to do this. <laughs> who was he in Pocahontas? Uh, Thomas. He was the, the guy who, um, I think I think he's, he's the one who ends up shooting Cocoam, if I remember okay. correctly. I vaguely remember that. But you didn't think we were going to talk about that, huh? I was mostly... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was mostly there for the the raccoon and hummingbird. I mean, yeah, they were the best part um, of the entire movie. Uh, so that that brings us to the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, twist, 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 twist. That movie is not a Batman movie. That's a Bane movie. Hmm. So we need to answer: Does Bane? Does Bane? Can he? <laughs> Probably not. Not without dying. Not with his breath. How was Bane's breath control? Well, I because. Uh, those little tubes have to stay connected, right? Yeah, like that's the problem. I, they, I mean, that all just gets in the way. This is the most distressing time I've ever had to ask the question, what that mouth do? <laughs> I, we don't really know what's, uh, what, is he like a predator? He's a predator. Oh, fuck. That's it. He's a predator. So he's got three mouths. He's under got that three thing. mouths and all three. Oh. <laughs> the one's kind of not into it, but the, I, the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ask. Let's move on. Uh, Lego Batman. Lego Batman. So you I just brought wanna... this upon us. No, I did not bring it upon us. Becca brought us upon us, and she's already put into the chat earlier. Definitely yes. Mm. So I'm just saying there's already been an opinion weighed in. Physiologically, 
It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. The pieces of plastic, you just knocking pieces of plastic together. They don't even have tongues. They, hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that part of it at all. Would they as characters? <laughs> I haven't even gotten that far because I have Legos and I know for a fact those the Lego sex would be very strange. In the Marvel one-off in which the Falcon is describing for the Winter Soldier how these things work, uh-huh. that's when it happens. Oh, you know, okay, I can see this. There Let's we bring go. It back. So Falcon is sitting down with a Lego Batman and a Lego Catwoman. And just clacking, cl- clacking them together a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, just face into, you know, stuck together legs that right. don't form. No, there's, it's really not a crotch. It's not. It's um, just two, two thick stumps that go up into right. not even a waist, just a, the, a, a bod, torso bottom. They only bottom. move around like one axis. They don't even go to the sides. And that is why Winter Soldier is so confused. This explains so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. He's just not. Getting it. He's too, he's too in the weeds on Lego physiology. Yes. <laughs> Just. He never had a chance. No, not even a little bit. That poor, poor silent generation fuck. Mm. I think Will Arnett kind of Clooney's the situation as well. Yeah. Not, maybe not in the same way that Clooney does. And this, especially when uh-huh. you take into account the, the Lego-ness of mm. it all. So I think he would, if he could, so Will Arnett could make jokes about it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we have, we have two more. Two more. Yes. Okay. We have. So, so we have, ba- we have, we have Batfleck. Uh-huh. Which I was, I was worried that we were going to end on that, but we, we do have one. We do have one more. more. Yeah. We do have one more. We, we, can, we can only base our opinion off of like leaked photos. That's the thing. In a trailer. Is, yeah. It's, uh, that's, oh, that's all speculation. Yeah. But. So Ben Affleck. We've we've kind of touched on this a little bit about the Snyderverse in that the Aquaman's the only person that fucks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. That I've I've now sat through the four hour Snyder cut, which is a thing I promised myself I would never do because I'd never seen Batman v Superman or the Whedon cut, and I had no desire to watch it. But then I had to, and I came out the other side having no idea. He's such a two dimensional character. I have it, no idea. I think Snyder cut no. Just because nobody fucks at the Snyder Cut other than, if, unless other you're Aquaman. Than, right. And his dad, played by William, or dad or friend, played by Willem Dafoe. I'm just saying Willem Dafoe. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Oh. Okay, you cannot cast Willem Dafoe in anything mm-hmm. and expect that character not to fuck. Right. Like, his character in The Life Aquatic fucks. Um, the Lighthouse? The Lighthouse is, yeah. Just, I'm... Jesus Christ. So... If if you're from the Atlantis, if you're city. yeah, if you're Atlantean, mm-hmm. then arguably you've, you sure yeah. But everyone else, everyone else, mm-hmm. no. The the Whedon cut, mm-hmm. maybe leaning mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. but maybe, and only because that cut tries to inject comedy into places, mm-hmm. and I mean it fails. God, does it ever fail? But the characters take themselves a little less seriously and therefore could possibly enjoy the company of another. They, they've maybe heard of what fucking is. I, I it, see this classroom with Falcon Anthony <laughs> Mackie. <laughs> it's at the front of the, the class with the dry erase paper. Like, all right, class. All right, everybody. This is a vagina. We're going to do this one more time. 
This is Lego Batman. <laughs> this, this is, is Lego, Lego Catwoman. And I think that's where we keep coming into these mm-hmm. into a problem mm-hmm. here with the Snyderverse. There's no Catwoman, at least as of yet. If they were to continue it, would they then have to introduce a Catwoman to make Batman fuck? Well, she would have to be terribly cast. Uh, what's like a, <laughs> like a actress that's really famous at this exact moment but would not be appropriate for the cat the role of Catwoman. Like an up and coming actress that's like, um I don't watch new stuff. I don't know. My brain just went Anya Taylor Joy, but I was Great, don't even know who that is? She's cast. I <laughs> Oh wait, no I don't know uh, she is so she's you, great. Yeah, that's the thing. She's great and also Oh my god, she's so much younger than him. She's so that's that's the weirdness right mm. there. Just ugh. Um you know what? Uh I'm just gonna say it. Batflex too old to fuck. Batflex too Not old Jeremy to Irons, fuck. who is technically older in the film, but he's not too old. But specifically Batflex. Batflex is mm-hmm. too old to fuck. This is okay. not an ages podcast. This is, it's, I mean, considering that the source material for that Batman mm-hmm. is Dark Knight Returns, for the most part. It, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. It is, yeah, it, it, it's, it's borrowing from Frank Miller here. And that Batman is older than Sin. Yeah. It's just... And in that universe, uh, Catwoman... Um, they have like a, like an older kind of like we are companions, not sexually companions. Yeah. Idea. So that the source material, so the source Batman material does not fuck. No. I I don't think that, I don't think Batfleck fucks. I'm happy to agree so that we don't have to talk about this ever again. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Shutting the lid on that box and throwing Ugh. it into the ocean. Oh no, but it's gonna land in Atlantis! No! no! Or they'll teach you to be fuck! Falcon has to make a trip to Atlantis with his Legos, and we have to move on. I like the little, like, briefcase. It's like a steel briefcase with, like, individually cut Lego <laughs> slots. Not, like, the foam cut out in just the yeah. right slots. He has it organized for the, the way they come out in the presentation. With, like, an anatomically created vagina and penis. Um... <laughs> Somehow, I, I, Sam was so thorough at this. How is Bucky not getting it? I think Bucky's getting there. <laughs> no one else in the but class. But no one else no is one getting else there. No one else in the class of understanding. It's, and it, Bucky's oh. not going to get there for a while, but I think. I, All right. <laughs> on to our last subject, our last Batman. And this is a, a lot this, of speculation because the movie's not out yet. Right. This but is Robert it, Pattinson. Is it called The Batman? It's The Batman. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a Catwoman in this universe. Is she cast? Is she a part of the film? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. I, I can't remember her name at the moment, but yeah, there's a there's a scene. I don't know if they've said that she's specifically Catwoman, but I I want to say that they have, but in like a, a postmodern sort of way. Okay. Um, much like they did with the Penguin, penguin where he's like, the postmodern iteration where he's kind of- He's uh, Colin Farrell, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I mean, Paul Danos, the Riddler. So. Oh, Zoe Kravitz is Selena yes. Kyle in this one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's his face is Alfred uh, Smeagol. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, specifically Smeagol, Andy, Sir- Andy Circus. No, 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 Smeagol. You know, it, no, it's still Andy. Sir- it has to be Andy Circus doing the Smeagol mocap. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not really Smeagol, uh, is it? Right. No. God, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> I, I just want to hear Andy Circus delivering like Michael Caine's Alfred's <laughs> lines in the in the Gollum voice. I'm gonna scoot past that before one of us attempts it. I'm, I'm not going um, to. N- nor I. I think I, I I definitely definitely fucks like this universe that they're creating is way too gritty. I think I think even grittiness of it aside, I think mm-hmm. that there's um, 
this is a younger Batman mm, that he's we're younger. seeing. He's he's still mired in all of his trauma mm. and all of you know and all of the trappings of the Batman that we see have seen for decades and upon decades at this point. Yeah. But I think the fact that this Batman is I don't know if I want to lean back into the actor side of it. If uh-huh. we want to get like to the, to the meta levels of it on that at, at that point, because again, we still haven't we haven't seen this performance. Sure, but I think just knowing Robert Pattinson uh-huh. and his, like the weirdness that he is down for in terms yeah. of in terms of his uh, from for him to go from like a bit part where he dies in Harry Potter mm-hmm. and just the Twilight Saga to become the weird like the. Bonkers avant-garde actor that he has become in, in, over the past yeah, like which decade. I love. It's great. I love. I love what's happened with him and Daniel Radcliffe yes. and Elijah Wood. It's yes. just all three of them. Oh. What we've seen of this Batman is he is not just like moodier. Mm-hmm. I think he's got he's got a greater air of brooding. I think right. to him well, that we like, like, that's not the like gruff kind of exterior that we've been kind of getting used to with Batman over the past couple of iterations. I think specifically there's a moment in the trailer that makes me lean towards yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is where he beats the ever-living shit out of a dude. And it's not like he's beating him up in order to... It's pretty rough. He's not beating him up to, like, stop him from being a threat. It's like he's beating the shit out of him because he wants to beat the shit out of him. Um, Which to me shows poor impulse control. Okay. Uh, and he just, like, goes with his emotions in the moment. Not saying that, like, you need to have poor impulse control. Form right, latest, yeah. But you're like, not, yeah, you're not just going about that all willy-nilly right. going off the handle here. It's just... But I can see him getting into a more emotionally driven uh, bout of con- uh, uh, of sexual congress. Uh, <laughs> as as I've always called it. <laughs> uh, that, that leads uh, to him doing whatever. Okay. Kind of just kind of rolling with whatever's happening mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. with him yeah. and whoever he's with, yeah. Catwoman. So Paul Dennis Riddler. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh hell yeah! There uh, we go. <laughs> I, I hate it. Uh, yeah, and so I, I think that that would be my answer. I think that's a fair answer. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think he would be of all the Batman that we've seen thus far. Mm-hmm. He he, I think would be the one that is most likely to explore the possibilities there and kind of let go of himself yeah. and just be in that moment. Go with passion or, or whatever mm-hmm. emotions happening and just like, you want your toes in my mouth? I've got I, a mouth sure, for that. He, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I've I, got a mouth for that. The Jack Culbertson story. <laughs> I, God. I, oh, I, think, I, think I really do think that we've, we've hit something here, though, with mm-hmm. the fact that this only... But we only have a yes whenever Catwoman is involved. And the fact the fact that Because even in The Dark Knight Rises, where there is a Catwoman. There was a Catwoman. I think that yeah. I, well that's the thing, is we we kinda we kinda sidestepped that mm-hmm. into the Bane conversation mm-hmm. that I'm going to regret for the rest of mm-hmm. my life. Uh just I think when he's not doing really like hyper fascistic stuff, I think that Batman is capable of stepping back and, you know, letting loose and being in the moment. I think particularly after he, like, sa- you know, sacrifices himself oh, and just, you know, fucks off to Italy or whatever. Right. At least at least at that point, and Bruce Wayne would. He has a bum leg. Now he does have a bum leg. Which might take him out of the running for some other positions. 
It could make some. It could make some things difficult. Yeah. So perhaps at that point, this Batman has mm-hmm. has adapted and learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has come to enjoy it. Yeah, I think so. But getting back to what you were saying earlier uh, about the only time Batman fucks is with Catwoman, or, 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 or at, least, kind of at, at the very at the very least, is there is a Catwoman that is present mm-hmm. in a known quantity in this universe to him, romantically or not. Mm-hmm. There, that's the X factor. I I agree. Uh, we see that with Michael Keaton. First movie doesn't. Yeah. Second movie, Catwoman. You betcha. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the I, fact that the, the the writers and creators of Harley Quinn or of, of of the of the currently running Harley Quinn show pick up on that and were willing to go there and address that so brave so brave <laughs> and then to get chided for it to get smacked down by the powers that be and be told heroes don't do that first of all we, as we've discussed they do not all of them not all of them. Some of them. Don't pigeonhole your heroes like this. No, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. And I I demand an apology from that DC TV executive. I don't think it was, I don't think that it was Jeff Johns, but I want Jeff Johns <laughs> to come and personally <laughs> apologize yeah. to me and bring me a cake. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bring Joe a cake, Jeff Johns. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, Jeff? Anyway, uh, that that answers all the questions you didn't know you had about superheroes and cunnilingus. If you're a superhero, you know who's you, performed cunnilingus. I don't 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 tell, message, us. Don't don't message tell us. us about it. Good for I, you. Good, just bravo. Like you know, keep doing keep doing the Lord's work. I oh god, just be uh, generous with your yeah. partners. Don't make communication. Just, communication is key. Don't. Don't get hung up on, I don't know, what perception of yourself or what sex should be is supposed to be. Just go with go with it. If something's not your thing, be honest with your partner and, you know, respect each other's boundaries and desires. That's, 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 that's it. That's what we've been trying to tell you this entire time. That was the core message of Why all of this, right? do we need to get Anthony Mackie in here to tell you? He's outside with, the to- with his entire he array of toys. Case. He's got... It's all out there. He has a new dry erase markers. A brand new whiteboard. You got a big board for it. It just I don't don't be a Snyderverse. Don't be don't be a Snyderverse. If you take anything away from this discussion today, is the cat trees are great and don't be They're, a Snyderverse. Uh, cat cat trees are great tripods. Yes. <laughs> don't don't be a Snyderverse. Don't be a Snyderverse. Uh, Joe, uh, would you like to tell the audience where they can find you? Literally uh, your address so they can find you. I'm soon to no longer be at... Uh, no, I'm not going to do no, that. No, don't do that. I mean, I am on the Instagram at JM Nealis. I am... I th- I'm on... I have a Twitter that I haven't used in years, so don't follow me there. It's not going to... Same, be, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find me where I'm currently being watched by you. And Anthony Mackie. <laughs> you can find me and Anthony Mackie at uh, <laughs> dollboy underscore Jack for all of your uh, stupid, stupid movie podcast mm-hmm. things. This is derazzled. Thank, thank you for uh, not being a Snyderverse. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you and good night.